Welcome to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show number 232, with your host, Lauren Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hospitality Marketing, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray, and this is episode number 232. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is what we do every week, 20 to 30 minutes of sharing the most interesting tools, news, and techniques being used in marketing for the hospitality industry. We also do a quick recap of our weekly live video show this week in hospitality marketing, which also airs every Friday at 1130 Eastern U.S. time on pretty much everything. YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, multiple channels globally, 20 countries, over 10,000 plus people per week. It's a fun, fun show with lots of great co-hosts. Hope you can join us. So with that, Let's get started. And now, today's new resource tool. So our tool for review this week is one that I picked up just recently from, uh, as everyone knows me well enough, AppSumo. AppSumo, if you ever want to go over and spend lots of money on software, it's a startup company place that people put software on in the hopes of creating that critical mass of usership so they can keep investing more money, refining the products and so forth. So it's a bit of a gamble. Some of them work, some of them don't work, some of them fade into the distance, what have you. But if you do hook onto ones that do good and they do grow, you're kind of at the beginning part of their growth. Uh, it's it's wonderful because then you get a really great product for a very affordable price. And no exception to this one is one that's called Woo Rise. W-O-O-R-I-S-E dot com. Woo Rise. What is it? Well, it kind of goes in connection with what we t- talked a little bit about in last week's podcast, carried over to this week's podcast, in about communicating and connecting with your guests. Um, All too often, we use our social platforms, not socially. We use them more for broadcasting and announcing and driving, attempting to drive direct business, which they're not really built for, as we've often many times discussed. Um, It's like an amplifier. Social media is an amplifier. It's a means of taking what you're doing and bringing it out to a larger audience. And then they use more, more of the direct channels other than social to connect and eventually maybe make an acquisition of a reservation or what have you. Uh, Social media by itself is not one that you drive rate and dates to, rates and dates, rates and dates. It's not that good for that. What you try to do with social media is communicate at levels of interest. Much like when you go, as we've said, going to a social event, you just don't walk up to a group of people that you do not know and say, hi, I sell hotel rooms and I got a great rate this weekend for $116. Mm, okay, great. That's what, not what we're talking about. One, two, I don't really need a hotel room. And three, I don't know you. So what you need is a progression of conversation. First, you find conversations that are of relationships to what you have, you know, whether it be around your destination, be around the events that you're having in your destination, be around things that are in your destination around you. Those conversations you relate to. With that, there are different reasons, as we have talked many times before, different personas of travel that people have. Uh, all of us have different personas. If I'm traveling for business, my requirements and my, my interests of what your hotel may have are completely different than if I'm traveling with my family or traveling with friends. Those are completely different as to what I'm wanting to do when I'm with them. So first, it's an understanding of what your value proposition is and creating storylines. From storylines, you create content. And with content, you need a means of distribution. That's where Rise comes in. Rise actually, it's a kind of a fun thing. It, it creates contests, giveaways, engagement forms. It's a chance to go beyond just the, oh, hey, here, this is what's going on. Or, hey, this is a really cool restaurant around the corner. Or, hey, it's really beautiful in our city. And this is a great time of year to catch because it's slow and the rates are low. And, you know, so forth and so on. Or, and as we go categorically to the personas, you know, family adventure, 
culinary adventure, off the beaten path adventure, cultural adventure, um, just to name a few. That these are storylines that you create context to. Well, in context, you can also do funny things like contests, giveaways. Everyone wants something for free. We all do. Whether we even know that we need it or not, getting it for free always makes us feel good about stuff. So it kind of goes back to the old business card, fishbowl, or uh, briefcase, for those old enough to remember, at the front desk, where as people came up to the front desk, you would tell them to throw their business cards in, and they, they would be drawing for you know free couple of nights giveaway, or you can win this briefcase, or you can win this, or whatever it is like that. People will do that. How many times do you walk around, if you do go to conferences, trade shows, drop your business card in, even if you don't even know, even if you don't want what they're selling, you'll end up tossing it in just because you think you might get something for free. Well, this is a refinement of that concept. <laughs> this allows you to create these contests and giveaways that are for people that are interested in what you are and what you represent and what you can offer. Now, it's not your typical just, oh, well, I can do that on my emails already. Just sign up here and then I'm going to do a random drawing. There's even platforms like King Sumo where it immediately creates a contest, which is a great platform. We featured it before in our podcast. This one allows you also to create a great collaboration within your emails. Now, this is where it ties to last week's podcast. By doing it in emails, you have a collective way of creating incubation communication with them. By what they sign up, what they're interested for, can determine what you may be interested in giving them in presenting them on social platforms, on email dialogue with them, or if they've been a previous guest, a means of communicating with them about future interests. That's where the, the software WooRise begins to become very powerful is that it begins to allow you to create the, the, the data content specific to the interest content. So it's just not creating a contest, hey, wouldn't two nights stay? We see that all the time. And yeah, I'm sure you might still sign up for them. WooRise allows you to integrate that within your social postings, on your website, in your email campaigns, in your dialogue, and then create a means of perpetual communication with them going forward. So that is our um, tool of the week. Now for this week's hospitality technique. Okay, so now we're going to talk a little bit about technique. Um, our technique of the week kind of goes hand in hand a little bit why I picked WooRise as our tool to feature this week, and that is strategies related to low demand times and no events. I say that because yeah, it's January. Now, we just finished our peak of holiday times and so forth, and we do have small holidays, and there are certainly events, depending upon what area of the country or world that you are in, uh, that happen, depending upon um, how well the weather is. Um, and in certain areas, the area that I'm in right now in Florida, uh, we're peak season. Uh, everyone that is from the cold regions, uh, we call them snowbirds, come down and enjoy the fact that Florida is very warm where they left isn't. Uh, but the places that are in those areas that people left from, they're on a low demand cycle. Um, why do you need to go someplace unless it's not for work that you're going to not go and enjoy something and what have you? you the demand is low. And certainly the weather may not be uh, favorable for events and so forth. Uh, so you're really dealing with a much more diminished demand cycle crowd. That connects to a little bit of what we just talked about with Woo Rise. You have to find more creative ways. I mean, if you're sitting there scratching your head saying, okay, I, I, I'm doing the social posts, I'm creating content, I'm creating stories, I'm referring to things, I'm, I'm incubating my conversations knowing that the weather is going to change in 60 to 90 days, but it's really hard to talk about spring events when they're in the middle of winter. So what else can I do? Contests, discussions, quizzes, 
surveys. Think because there are people are just as much um, not bored, but they're just as much engaged at, at that level of lack of demand as they are for you not having demand. Um, they're they're saying, okay, you know, here's a, here's a here's a place that's trying to reach out to engage me at a time that I don't really need to go there, or maybe I do need to go there for business reasons, what have you. And you're offering suggestions of the real way to get around X Y Z snowy city in the middle of January, or um, hey, win free Uber rides when you're staying or with us, you know, to avoid having to rent a car and all this, you know, don't want to drive in snow. Um, there's ways that you can tailor your conversations depending upon your storylines associated with your low demand cycles. It's easier, of course, to have events to hang your hat on when it comes to strategies because you've been talking about those events coming up and what have you. But it's harder to create dialogue on stories when the demand isn't really interested in for you to be there. And that's when you start going to your CRM and pull out your emails and start creating a, an interesting thing. And the best thing you can do is offer something for free. It's like, hey, we know it's snowy and what have you. If you're coming into town, we'd love to buy you your dinner. Or if you buy a dinner with us, will you come with us? We'll make sure that whoever comes with you, we'll buy their dinner. Or, you know what, the first hot toddy's on us. Or uh, like a good scotch, you know, win, win a bottle of such and such when you arrive. You know, of course, you have all the conditions of age and legalities and what have you. You want to make sure you're, you're complying with. But the, the reality of it is, is contests and communication and incubation of conversations and storylines can exist in your low demand periods and actually help. Now, I've often told people when clients ask, well, we're really busy during the season. We don't need to be advertising. I mean, we're already mostly sold out or, you know, we got so much business, you know, whatever have you. That's really the time to increase your dialogue with those. You're the bell of the ball. Everybody wants to be with you. Down here at these hotels, everybody wants to be in Florida because it's that season, that time of year. This is the time that you have to cultivate your CRM relationships. This is when you need to expand your emails, define your data categorizations. Are this is a family traveler? Is this a business traveler? Is this a romantic travel? Are they young and adventurous? Are they really interested in the restaurants in the region? By defining those relationships, by engaging them with these contests, engaging them with these surveys, these forms, these giveaways, these incentives, membership, which we've had conversations about before, you're creating an environment of dialogue so that when you do go to your low demand period, when the tables reverse, when it's summer down here and it's hotter than heck, and everybody's happy that they're in the cooler regions up north, that's the time that we dialogue with everybody that was down here before and in around the, the areas that we have to create the incentives and we have to create the interest and we have to create the, the things about what makes it still wonderful to, if you are not thinking about coming down here, why it's still an option for you, whether it be price generation, lack of crowds, what have you, and or that we have some really cool summer stuff that you don't have beaches where you don't have a beach perhaps or um you know we have other events that uh, you don't have at that time because it's hot down here and cool up there so there are strategies about low demand periods that you can do things with in preparation when that you're in a high demand period that you cultivate kind of you know make hay when there's hay to be made and then uh, use it when you need it when the, in the cool winter so that is our technique of the week is the strategies in low demand times and no events now this week's hospitality news that you should know okay news and show review so i picked out one of the news topics that we actually talked about on the live show with us on the live show this week uh today was uh, Stuart butler with fuel travel edward st Ange with flip two robert cole with rock cheetah and lily mockerman with tcrm um management services 
uh, really fun conversations. We hit a lot of highlights. Some of the content that uh, was curated by Robert, which you can get the list of his curated, uh, all the show notes, links, and everything he he provides with us uh, on our link to the podcast, which is at hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Look for show number 232. We hit a few of the interesting news features. I'll just hop on those real quick and then get to the news feature that I find the most interesting. Um, Change can be hard. OEO's CEO confirms layoffs. We've talked about OYO many times on the show, both on the podcast and also on the live show, of its rapid expansion, its growth, and it seems like they kind of went past their supply lines. Their branding was not staying consistent. They were, in their mind, overburdened with people as they were grabbing warm bodies to run things, as they were taking over more and more spaces, and it seems as though they're doing a bit of a reconnoitering internally as to who's responsible for what and realigning. They say a removal of duplicities, but it might have just been lack of definition. Um, we also talked about Hilton Lunch's new brand, Tempo, uh, called Tempo in a crowded lifestyle space. We thought that was a useless gesture by Hilton. Uh, um, the, what the world needs now is not another brand. Uh, it's silly. It's just a bloated excuse for uh, brands to go over and oversell uh, brand space in a saturated market so that now that somebody thought that they had a brand lock on their destination, being whatever brand flavor they were with Hilton, now they have to compete with a frenemy of this new brand that gets dropped in. It's an urban center styled we pretty much classified it as a glorified, limited-service, uh, uh, metro-sexual um, layout, and really nothing more else about it. And we had a very fun dialogue about where brand seems to be going, not going, and what still eventually has to happen in purging this this self-discovery of brands that's not working very well for them. We also talked about uh, Google's growing travel initiatives that hurt TripAdvisor, Expedia, and Booking.com. Um, booking Google is going to crush <laughs> over time. They're getting better at what's being done by the OTAs and better than the OTAs doing it. And the OTAs are still giving them money to try to occupy space on Google's platform. Google, as we talked about, is developing more and more platforms associated with how they can provide service to you. The Google Zero, if you just have, if you don't look, just look at your mobile, uh, 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 your phone, look up something for travel, and you have to scroll through layers of Google content before you even get to the initial organic that even if you are ranking for yourself correctly you're well below everything else google is offering google is trying to provide the complete service they're offering rooms with tax and open rates they're willing to to handle the transaction they're showing you on a map all the pins and the rates and the dates and it's making it so that everybody else has to wait for everyone to get past google before they if, if they even go past google to get to you or let alone the OTAs. So it, uh, the article was talking about how revenue and growth and use Google has actually beaten everybody for right now. Um, some of the other things we talked about, uh, Comfort Inn's boardroom suite was a, it was, it was called our rut row. <laughs> and that was, uh, we have that as a feature of what's wrong. Um, it, it really was just nothing more than a bad tweet. It was, uh, it got a little viral because it was showing how bad people were offering boardrooms at hotels that had a bed in the boardroom because it was really just a glorified suite with a big table or um, a toilet roll paper that was sticking outside the outside of the bathroom on a glorified suite with a big table. So it was really just nothing more than bad tweets and, and not even buzzworthy. It was just fodder for news, I guess. And it wasn't even news. The the boop, which is the happy thing where you boop, you know. Uh, we talked about um, the uh, 18 hotels that made famous by films. We didn't agree that they hit all of them, but it was kind of fun to see a lot of the hotels that have been in movies that made movies famous or if movies made them famous as well. 
uh, it was a fun little like, oh yeah, I remember that hotel. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. So it was a great little uh, walk through the rompas to the hotels that were famous. But the one article that I thought, the news article that I think is worthy of discussion a little bit more in depth is there was, and it's not actually agreed on all the premise of it, was how to achieve 50% direct sales for your hotel or more. I bring this up not because of the points that it makes, but more importantly, um, the fact that it's basic conversation that we've been having on both this podcast, on our live show. If you listen to Stuart Butler and the Fuel Team, the Fueligans, they have it persistently on theirs. You hear it from Tim Peters' podcast. It's about doing the fundamental things first well before going in and trying new flavorful, flashy things and so forth. Um, I was supposed to be speaking in uh, Orlando uh, over Social Media 2020 uh, for them, and it conflicted, unfortunately, with me going up to New York next week for the uh, HSMAI Marketing Conference and Adrian Awards, so I had to decline. But one of the things that they initiated the conversation with was they wanted to know about social. What about TikTok? And this is my answer, and all of our answers on the live show, we persistently point out to it, don't worry about those things until you do the basics correctly. So very quickly, just running through the list that they provided, and this was an article from Exo Hotels, is online interaction requirement, obviously. You need to keep active and alive with what you're dialoguing, just like we talked about with Woo Rise and uh, our, our techniques of the week. Your official website has to be all that it's supposed to be. It's your 24-7 salesperson. It is everything that people will find and discover with you. It has to be mobile-friendly. It has to be fast. It has to be navigation uh, easy. It has to be all those things all the time, 24-7, and it has to be fresh and new. It can't be, oh, yeah, that's an old picture. That doesn't, isn't what the rooms look like anymore. You have to have great guest hotel communication. You have to be able to communicate with your guests, not just when they're with you, but before they arrive and after they leave. You need to be able to create that dialogue so that they know what to expect and to build anticipation before they arrive and fulfill that anticipation and expectation while they're with you and then continue the conversation afterwards for residual lifetime value. Okay, um, you have to go over and constantly be evaluating the guest-centric value of the experience. Not what you can do for yourself, but what you can do for the guest. Take care of the guest. They'll be going over and be returning on the frequency. They would be making you very happy. You also have to unleash the power of multi-channel digital marketing campaigns. You can't just say, oh, I do pay-per-click. Or, I post stuff on Facebook. Or, oh, you know, we do meta-search. You have a blending and a combination sometimes, and it's strange for me to say, you have to back off your direct channel contribution because it's not converting and it's not at a volume that is sufficiently valuable enough for the money you're putting in. You're spending more money to make money than it is worth that channel. Other channels can be more productive at less cost. The real rule with OTAs, when you're leaning and using them, when they have the better advantage, say on off-demand times, is they can go higher in the funnel of discovery. And so it's not bad to be able to get a guest first time from an OTA. It is bad to require that the, the guest has to come back a second time through the OTA. You need to convert them through their experience with you at the hotel into being your guest so that you can reach out to them so the next visit they come to with you is because they communicated directly with you and not going back to the OTA. That's a critical element to that. So the article was very good about that. Um, and one of the other points that they did make, which is a strong one as well, which we just touched on, was strengthening the CRM operations and hotel reputation. You need to be communicative with your guests in the sense that as people comment good or bad with you on all the channels with you, that you show responsiveness and sincerity and interest in their feedback. You can't just, oh, thank you, Mr. Smith. Hope to see us again. And be like, um, 
a little bit more depth to that. It was our pleasure. This And change it up because it's very quick. And you know this. You can look at the scroll down. If they say the same thing over and over to no matter what the comments are, you know they're just, oh yeah, cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste. They're not really looking at the con the dialogue that the guest has taken the time to give you. So very important point for that. That really is about all of what we had for our conversations on the show. Uh, remember, uh, you can find us on Google Play, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn, it goes on and on. 39 different platforms we're on to, uh, for podcasts. And if this is your first time finding us, uh, please uh, hit the subscribe button on the platform you find us on and uh, leave us a comment. We'd love to go over and get your feedback. Of course, if it's a positive comment, it helps other people discover this content. If it's a negative comment, you're more than welcome to leave it. I prefer you to go over and tell me what it is that you might want me to improve upon. But you can always email me at lauren at hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com. I answer all emails related to it. If you have a suggestion of topic, if you'd actually like to join me on the podcast, uh, I welcome all co-hosts. We do that on the live show as well. And we will be having co-hosts scheduled uh, coming up on the podcast with us as, as time goes forward. Um, but you can definitely go over and uh, you can even talk to Alexa and Google Assistant. Just simply ask for, um, okay, Google uh, uh, Play uh, uh, Hospitality uh, Marketing Podcast. And it'll play the latest one. And same too with Alexa. And uh, Siri will do the same thing. So... If you want to find this and all other episodes of our podcast, you can go to hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash podcast. And don't forget, again, our live show that you can join and participate in every Friday at 1130 Eastern called This Week in Hospitality Marketing, The Live Show. And that you can find at hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash live for all previous uh, episodes, 232 of them, six years in running every week. As I mentioned, over 10,000 people per week in 28 countries and counting. We also simulcast that live show again for time zone reasons on HSMEI's Facebook page, APAC version, Sydney time, Wednesday at 11.30 a.m. And uh, HSMEI European region, London time, 11.30 Wednesday. So you can catch them on those Facebook pages uh, at those time zones if that's more convenient to rewatch the shows that we run on Friday. So... With that, I thank you for the privilege of your time and look forward to talking to you next week. You have been listening to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show 232 brought to you by Hospitality Digital Marketing in support of the HSMAI, the Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International All Rights Reserved Copyright 2020.